Hey ladies, I'm super thrilled to come to you today with my one of my favorite clients, which is Heather. Hey Heather. Hi. And she magnetized her yummy man to herself. So what I thought would be really yummy and juicy would be to actually hear how did she do that? You know, what are some of the golden nuggets that she can tell you today that you can take on your dating journey and also what she learned from being in the magnetize the man program as well but before we go there heather we would love for you just tell us a little bit more about like what is it like right now to be with your man you just sent me a photo of a bouquet of roses i mean just go on it's um it's pretty amazing honestly like I feel like I was so close before, but I, I always felt a little bit hungry. I would have like times of like joy and then my, I would get in my head and thinking like, okay, I, I need to work on myself more. I need to do more for myself because I'm misinterpreting this or something. And in this, I just hear your voice all the time, go with the flow or let it go. Mm. And it is flowing and I am not hungry and I'm getting thanked after dates and I'm getting told I'm beautiful and wow. I am really like sitting back and I am receiving and it feels really amazing. So, Wow. You get thanked after dates, right? Um, as a matter of fact, let's go what it was like for you before working with me, right? Main challenges and negative emotions. So we can actually go and appreciate more why that's so powerful for you now that you have a man who thanks you after dates, right? Who makes you feel appreciated, who goes the extra mile, who sends you this beautiful, I mean, it was not a small bouquet. It was a pretty oh, much bouquet. It's huge. You know? <laughs> he came to my birthday after three weeks and brought his eight-year-old daughter. Aww. And she came carrying a dozen long stem roses. He had two magnums of champagne and a giant cheese board. Oh, and wow. He was meeting my dad and my friends. And, you know, it, it wasn't too soon, you know. So he really showed up and didn't make excuses or, you know, he just really has always showed up That's... and really and communicated really well. Like right now, He's in Switzerland cycling for 10 days, but he's gone for three weeks. And he's like, Heather, I'm not going to be phoning you. And that's challenging for me because I have that anxious attachment. But mm -hmm. at the same time, he drove all the way up from Redondo Beach, which is an hour one way and an hour the other way when he needed to pack and pick up his daughter to hand deliver those roses to me. Oh, so I go back to that and I'm like, okay, here, this shows me. I've still got a few little things to work on myself or not a few, but here I'm getting so much better, but this is popping up again. Okay. Self-source. And that I just hear your voice, self-source, self-source, you know? Right. There's a little part of me, that little girl. And so a lot of what I learned with you is really, I never thought of myself as different parts and different you know, my wild woman, my little girl, my whatever. And, and so it's so helpful for me to go, okay, there's that part of me. All right. I'll sit and talk to her like she's a little six-year-old girl or whatever. And I'll pick her up and I'll hug her and 
you know, go and do things that make me feel grounded and feel good about myself. And then yeah. I'm good, you know? So, and it's so great, right? And I also love when you actually told me that even though he told you he's not going to contact you in the three weeks, that like be, right before he started cycling, he still reached out to you, right? And that's like, I love that so much, right? That, um, that I really see the effort from him that he gives you as much as he can. And of course, now he's cycling, so he literally has no cell reception, right? But that he did until the very moment that he didn't have, he was in contact with you twice, you know, yeah. while he's going on his trip, even though he planned to not be in contact at all, right? So yeah. that's amazing. And, but tell the women a little bit more because they don't know you the way I know you. Okay. How you were when you came to me, you know? When I, when I came to you, I was heartbroken, like really heartbroken. I had been with a man for two years who I thought was my soulmate that mm -hmm. I had an amazing time with who showed up for me all the time. But there was always a part of me that was like, I, I don't know if he's physically attracted to me. We didn't have a whole lot of sex and mm -hmm. he never told me I was beautiful yet. He called me sweetie pie and he was always very affectionate with me, but I initiated it. And so in my head, I was, I couldn't ever really truly trust that he loved me, even though he told me he loved me. He came and, you know, we spent a lot of time together, even though he lived in Calgary. And because of that, I felt like there was the intimacy. I was never satisfying to me. Mm -hmm. And so when we he told me he wanted space and I said, do you want to break up? And he said, no. So then I was left hanging like mm -hmm. for three months. Mm -hmm. And that's when I contacted you. And I, and I had, I had already felt like I was giving up my power probably a year before that. So I started doing, I mean, I've done a lot of work. I'm, I'm 56. I had done a lot of work on myself since I was 30, but clearly this was like my Achilles heel. And I had done a lot with understanding men. And what I was doing is actually I was putting what he needed first all the time. And I was abandoning myself all the time. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. through working with you, it's like, don't put the man on a pedestal. What do you want? How are you mm -hmm. feeling? How is this making you feel? Mm -hmm. And that's what I really learned. And I really learned that... I, I need to really ask for what I want and not be afraid of the answer. And with him, I had, sorry, um, oops, is that good? With him, I had, and even though I did bring up all these things, he kind of just shut down. And so then he would shut down and I'd keep talking and I think, oh, okay, we've had a really great conversation. We've figured this out. When he actually never said anything. <laughs> mm, yeah so, so we just kind of like then it I felt closer to him so that created a false sense of intimacy mm. and so learning to recognize that and so just really sitting with all those uncomfortable things and like what you really taught me the most is getting really comfortable with uncertainty and mm. un discomfort or I love the way you say uncomfort like yes. your uncomfort, like there's so much uncomfort and uncertainty and just like really like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. And you know, I did a lot of meditation too and a lot of like Kundalini yoga and just really, really 
getting grounded and solid in myself, I think. But, but you guys helped me with that so much. And, and the consistency of the coaching calls, I, I can't stress the value of that consistency and hearing the other women who are on the calls and going, okay, oh, I do that. Or, oh, I used to do that. Look at, I, even though I haven't seen the fruits yet, I'm, I've come a little further than that. And then like really, you kept saying, you're planting the seed. Don't go and dig it up. You're planting the seeds. You're planting the seeds. It's just not showing up yet. And I would get frustrated and discouraged just like anybody else, but I would keep going. And so like those, those coaching calls just help me keep going, keep going, keep going, keep mm -hmm. going. Internet dating, keep going. And like when I was on those dates with those men that, you know, didn't like me or I didn't like or whatever, just sitting back. And I was, it was so different. I was really leaning back and like, hmm, how am I feeling right now? Huh, interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm on my back foot. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I'd still go out with him again, but that's kind of interesting to note because I don't know that I really want to feel on my back foot right off the bat. Or, huh, okay, this guy, I can tell he's really attracted to me, but we're in totally different places in our lives. And he, after the date, was like, you know, we're totally in different places, but if you want to, like, just hook up, you know, I'd love to meet you for a drink. No, no, thank you. That's really, I took that as a compliment. Okay. Like, he's very attracted to me, but we're in different life spaces. Okay. Instead of getting discouraged. Okay. Next mm -hmm. one. Next one. Mm -hmm. You know? But really, really, you helped me, too, also with the the just the femininity and the receiving and the, mm. the leaning back. And I like, I consciously, even the first couple of dates or all the dates with Peter, even just like really consciously leaning back and see what shows up. And almost like with this little kind of grin of like, Hmm, you know, and, and it doesn't hurt that he did keep showing up. So that like reinforces it and gives you confidence and, it really brings out the most joyful, the most feminine, the most gracious, the most grateful and appreciative because of all that crap from before. Like I really, really, really appreciate it. Like so much more. Ah, I, I really love that. And you know, I could really tell that you were so close because you were really relieved and you started to be like unattached. You're still doing your work, but it was really just doing it for for the sake of doing it. It was no longer attached to an outcome. I think that was really big for you. And I'm yeah. sure the women want to know how, because it's always like, where do I meet all those great men? How <laughs> did you meet your man? I honestly, I met him on Tinder of all of ridiculous all places. places, you know? <laughs> and I had tried Hinge. And in the beginning of Hinge, it was honestly, it was so discouraging because they were sending all kinds of men that were not even remotely. And I just kept deleting because the, and the thing it says, just keep, you know, going through and we'll narrow down more of who your type is. And kind of right around when I met Peter, there were five or six guys that I was actually kind of excited to go on dates with. Mm -hmm. And then I still was doing Tinder and just, you know, very quickly, I think it was on our, I think this, so I met him. So I don't even call that a date, but our first date, he told me that he didn't like internet dating and that he was going off Tinder. And I kind of, I didn't say anything at all that time, but on the third time he said it again. And I, I, 
I was like, okay, be brave. Like my big mantra is just be brave, no matter how hard it is or the, your worst fear, be brave. And I said, like, are you going off Tinder because you just don't like internet dating or do you just want to date me? And he said, I just want to date you. So on like a third date, we decided to just date each other, you know? Ah, yeah. And I love that gold nugget too, because that really means, you know, versus what we're always thinking with dating somebody for three months and six months and I can't make up their mind. You know, like I always say, men know really fast. Like men who are really secure, who are commitment friendly, you know, they know fast. They know one way or the other, right? And so he knew at the, at the third date, right? He probably yeah. knew already before that, if we ask him. Yeah. But, you know, he just kind of secured his knowing more, right? And I love that story so much. And, and what would you say, how are you feeling now with him? Because you told us a lot about what it's like to be with him. But how do you feel now? If you just... I feel, you know, like, again, from all our work, I feel like that inner confidence and like I really focus on like, how do I become more radiant? How do I bring out that natural beauty that like really magnetizes? Mm -hmm. And I, like, I really, I, I, I hate to say I worked on that because at the very end, honestly, I stopped doing everything and then I grounded into mother earth and I'm like, okay, now it's my time to receive. I like, I'm going to trust mother earth. Like I did all the spiritual stuff and all of that. And then I like, I, I had seen this healer that a friend of mine gifted to me. So I was like receiving already. And she's like, Heather, you've done all this stuff. Like you're okay. You're perfect the way you are, which I never, ever believed. And it's like, no, yeah. I've got to work. I've got to work. And there is work. But then it was like, okay, you know what? Now I've got to let it all go. Cause mm -hmm. I, I'm okay. I've done it all. And like, that sitting back and receiving. So, I mean, around him, I feel more beautiful and more radiant and like more silly. And I'm, you know, I, I have a pretty good sense of humor, but he brings out like even more of that. Like he, mm. all my good qualities, he brings more of out. Mm. And I think I do the same for him, you know? So it feels really nice. You know, oh, that's so amazing. I really love that. That you bring out the best in each other. And I always talk about that too, right? And when um, I met him, honestly, like he's way shorter than I normally would like. He's, he's way stockier. And like, I've always been attracted to sort of taller, more, you know, I don't know that like, that's more of my physical type. But I am like so incredibly attracted to him. And even though he's shorter and like a little stockier and like. You can tell though, when you look at the, at his image, he looks, he looks tall. Yeah. Well, he's 5'11", but I, I'm used to, like, oh, I don't, no, but I, I'm five, probably nine in shoes or five ten in shoes. Yeah. But so I've always liked, because I've always, I don't know why I always feel bigger, but I've always liked to feel smaller. You know, mm -hmm. but I love the way that I feel with him and I'm so attracted to him, you know. I love that so much. And I would love to hear from you too, you know, what would you, what's some final advice you recommend to a woman um, who's on the fence to hire mm -hmm. a dating coach mm -hmm. to work with this particular program? 
And why are you so happy that you went with that? Because it brings out things that you don't even know. And we talk about our blind spots. And I thought I had tried all kinds of things to bring out my blind spots, but we still have more and more. And like, you really totally get it. And you bring it from different angles, the coaching calls every week. Like it just, there's so many aha moments and so much incredible information, but it's not just the information. It's working with you on the phone every week it's mm -hmm. like you really get to embody it so that like that's mm -hmm. for me the biggest thing is the embodiment of all the things that you're learning and it's the repetition and it's the hearing and it's the mm -hmm. the little wins or it's the you know those times when you want to give up and you hear someone else on the phone like it's happening for them or you you have a nugget of like when you feel like, like you're the most hopeless and that little nugget of you're like heather you're so close it's like but i don't feel like i'm close because i felt like i'm so close before why do you feel it now and you're like just trust okay yeah. you know like it's just we want to give up so many times and yeah totally you know it that just the consistency of the calls i think for me were like was really what brought it in you know Mm, and I love that, right? Because when you have the consistency of the calls, then you get to really, because you're a different person every week. So you really get to uncover all your blind spots that you haven't uncovered, right? Yeah. I, I would assume it's like the accountability too. And really having someone, like, because I was really like tracking you. I was able to track you because you were coming to the call. So I was seeing what you were doing, what was repeating, right? Uh, what was new? How could we emphasize on that even more? And so I think that's really powerful um, to have. So, yeah. And also from the calls, like you might be saying the same thing, but I can't hear it one way. And then I've heard it seven other ways from you to other people or whatever. So like sometimes it just, it, it clicks but then it, it, you can't embody it. And then the way you say it just a little bit differently. Oh, you know, and it's like I said, it's the layering of the consistency. Mm -hmm. I love that really helps. I think the layering of the consistency. I love how you describe that. And I, I could really feel like how you were really weaving yourself through it because like, what would you tell a woman who's like, well, Heather, I've done all the programs and I've, done all the work and I at least what I feel like right me too <laughs> me too yes I did all the programs <laughs> trust me Your dog is I've, been 30. I've done them all and yeah each yeah. one has helped amazingly but this like I don't know it took it to a whole new level mm -hmm. and like really don't give up and your coaching is really invaluable you know mm. awesome well, this was amazing to just connect more with you and hear you. all those golden nuggets, Heather. And, you know, and just really hearing that you had done other coaching programs, you know, and you had those moments. So it doesn't mean, ladies, that if you have a moment of weakness or a moment of like doubt, you know, that means, oh, now he's not coming or whatever, right? It's more about what I really see you as, Heather, is like you were like this airplane that always gets back on course. Oh, I'm like, of course. Oh, okay. 
let me get back on course, you know, and just really consistently applying the tools. You were doing that like literally week after week and there was no complaining. You know, I will give you that. You were really like solution oriented versus saying, why hasn't that happened yet? You were always coming in. Here's another angle. Here's another angle I noticed about me, right? (laughs) So I would love to also talk a little bit about like the willingness to learn, like the willingness to, how did you get yourself into that place of like the willingness to learn like week after week when of course you're, you know, you're unconscious, your fight or flight, right? Your lizard brain is saying like, oh, that's not going to happen. I think, week. I think I kind of, from the last relationship, I was really in a way brought to my knees of that, like you talk about the dark night of the soul. And the reality was what I was doing wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And no matter how many other things I had tried, guess what? it still wasn't working. So you know what? Try and just trust and just try it and try it. You have absolutely nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. and everything to gain. And if you believe that your internal world manifests in the external, which is really, really hard sometimes to believe because you feel like you're doing the right things and you feel like you're doing everything, it, it's just, maybe it's just timing, but just trust, keep, just trust and mm. keep doing it. Mm. I love that. Well, thank you for being here today, Heather, and just giving those women so much hope and so much, you I know, hope so. <laughs> yeah. And I love that you're, you're 56, you're not 26, right? Like you really like, look, you've been around the block. You know what it means. You're a mom, right? Because we're always saying, well, I'm a mom and, you know, I have, a, I have a son or a daughter. So, you know, the dating pool gets smaller, right? And I love that you're a mom. You found a man who also is a dad, you know? And so you kind of have like this mixed, mixed family. And so I love that you really show this possibility, right? And really letting go of, um, I always say age is just a stage. Um, it's just, it's all about the stories and interpretations we tell ourselves. And you're yeah. able to transcend all of it. Yeah. And I just really want to emphasize be fearless because you can definitely get what you want if you're willing to be fearless. And I probably would have spent a lot less time with Doug and mm-hmm. different men if I had been fearless to be myself, trust in who I am, and ask for what I want and let those other people go that aren't willing to be there for you. You know, I think I probably would not be here at 56, but you know, everything is meant to be in the way it's meant to be. And I also trust that. Oh, totally. And you have so much more appreciation now, what you have in your man that may, you may have not had. Because no, I wouldn't. And maybe I wouldn't even have looked at him twice because it turns out our paths had crossed so many times, <laughs> you know, and totally. I, I think I, I slightly remember seeing him, but you know, I don't really. And you know, totally. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Heather. And for the ladies who are like, gosh, I actually love what Heather had to share. I want to be the next one. I always say, who's next? I invite (laughs) you to come and magnetize the man clarity call with me. 
where we get crystal clear what it is for you that's getting in the way. You know, whether it's your mindset, whether it's your communication, whether it's your energy, we'll see what it really is. And we'll go from there, you know, really creating a map for yourself. So hop on over to magnetizetheman.com, magnetizetheman.com, and grab your slot. I would say as long as they last. They're not always available at any given time. All right, Paul, Heather, it's been such a blast. Do it. You have absolutely nothing to lose. I love that. Everything to gain. <laughs> I love that, ladies. Well, awesome. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Take care.